Let's welcome into the program from the uh, Baylor Insider, and uh, we, we say hello to Jerry Hill. Jerry, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Tommy. Um, nice, wonderful day in Waco, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only been like this for a week, and we got, yeah. to, we got several yeah. more days of it. And we were talking at the top of the show, Jerry, you've got uh, college baseball uh, this weekend in town with uh, Baylor and OU. You've got the Super Regional in junior college baseball, Cisco and McClendon, you got all these high school softball. And, man, you, they're trying to find a dry field this weekend is going to be a challenge. Yeah, I mean, and you, you look at the forecast, and it is literally all week, you know, at least 40 or 50% chance of rain every day. So it is going to be tough. I mean, I, you know, it kind of you kind of wonder if, you know, Baylor even gets in that series with uh, – Oklahoma, and they really need to. They really need to get another series in before they uh, head up to uh, Oklahoma for the uh, Big 12 tournament. Where do you see Baylor baseball right now, Jerry? You've been around this a long time. Are they? I know they got a nice RPI, uh, but but I'm I'm looking at those quality wins. You know, they got Mm -hmm. they got the series win against Tech. Where do you see them? Are, are are they are they in need of a series win over Oklahoma? Do they need to do some work in the Big Twelve tournament? Are they on the bubble? Or do you got them in? Oh, Tom, I think they're in. I, I I think just with what they've done through, you know, when you win what four Big Twelve series in a row, and I know you know most of them were against you know the bottom of the uh, of the league, but then you know, like you said, they they not only beat Tech, but they beat them on the road. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought, Tom, honestly, that. Sunday win at Oklahoma State was big too. Um, you know that's a team that was ranked at least in one of the polls and and had an RPI I believe of like thirteen or fourteen. Oklahoma State did so, and and honestly that was a series that you could have uh, you literally could have won every game. Um, probably should have won every game. I believe it was maybe seven unearned runs in those first two games. So you know if you just play defense like you have most of the year, you probably sweep that series or at least take two. So. Um, you, you walk away a little disappointed in that, but at the same time, you you've got a road win over a you know a team that was ranked top fifteen in RPI, and, and you earned it on a, on a number of fronts. First of all, you sat around for five or six hours, and when you're yeah. the vis- it's hard enough if you're the home team sitting around, but if you're the visiting team sitting around for five or six hours, that's that is a tough tough ask. Yeah, and I, I thought you know Blake Helton did a good job just getting it to the fifth. He got hit that one inning. Um, pretty good, but uh, you know, and then I thought the big one, Tom, was Cam Cayley, the freshman coming in and and getting them, uh, you know, through seven, um, where then you turn it over to the bullpen. You know, he pitched great. Um, I think he shows you that, you know, that's another arm. I mean, you've been to the Big Twelve tournament, you know, you need arms, and uh, I think he gives you another really quality arm that that you're going to need if you get to that, you know, fourth or fifth game in the Big Twelve tournament. And Jerry, when you look at softball, you know they, they it didn't really end down the stretch like you would like. You dropped six, but all of the teams that beat you join you in the postseason. And were you surprised to see them go in to the Gainesville Regional as a two seed? I was definitely surprised with the two seed, Garrett. Um, I, I thought they were in based on some wins earlier in the year. You know, another RPI wasn't great, but I think the the respect that the league had. You know, with with Oklahoma as the overall number one, Oklahoma State as your overall number five, Texas as a twelve. There's three national seeds, and then Iowa State gets in too. Who you won a series from on the road? Yes, you lost to them in the Big Twelve tournament, but I, I think some of those wins that they had early, even beating the Louisiana team, beating Arizona State in a game, 
beating Mississippi State. I think their strength of schedule got them in, and then I think the strength of the league really helped them. But, yeah, I was surprised with the two. But, I mean, if you match them up against the other teams in that region, I, I think that's probably where they deserve to be is a, is a two in that particular region. That comes out a little while ago as far as uh, women's basketball goes. Moon Urson, Trinity, Oliver have now hit the transfer portal. Were y'all hearing any rumors or rumblings over there that that might happen? And is there any concern that any of these other players will leave? I, you know, I don't follow that or, or haven't followed it as much as probably I should. But, uh, you know, um, I, I think they're going to be fine. I mean, you know, I, I think as long as they keep the core of the, the returning players, you know, with with Queen and Melissa and then, you know, some of the ones coming in, I think they'll be all right. I mean, she's probably going to have to go back out on the recruiting trail and, and fill some of those spots for sure because, you know, there, there's been enough attrition that, you know, you're, you've definitely got some uh, spots to fill, but you also have some, you know, um, opportunity for players. So I think you go back into the transfer portal too and, and maybe pull some there. But, uh, yeah, it's been tough losing some of those players, uh, losing some ones you were counting on. But, uh you know, in the case of like Moon, she she was a you know she was a fifth year senior already. So uh, you know, I, I, I that you know probably in Trinity Oliver uh, started this year, but you know really hasn't been a big time com- contributor. So like I said, if you keep some of that core still together, and then you can find some people in the transfer portal because they're out there. You know, we've seen it. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's plenty of players out there. So I think they you know fill those spots probably with some out of the transfer portal and, and, and see where they go from there. Talking with Jerry Hill for the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, uh, today uh, Mac Rhodes announced that uh, we will return to full capacity at McLean Stadium and other outdoor venues, meaning full capacity at yep. Baylor Ballpark for this Baylor-Oklahoma series. And, and to me, that is uh, terrific news. Yeah, it was exciting, Tom. I mean, we've seen signs of, you know, just you know with what the CDC has done and just even the state of Texas and this and, and that. And so we've seen it kind of open up and, and we've seen, you know, the number of vaccines that are out there and, and the number of people that are vaccinated. Um, so, you know, and, and like, I, I feel dumb going into places now wearing a mask. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm vaccinated. I'm cleared. Why the heck, who am I protecting? Because I'm not protecting myself because we know those masks don't protect us. And who am I protecting? Because I'm vaccinated. But anyway, that's that's my political stance for the day. But no, Tom, I was very excited. I, I think this is great news. And I think it's great news for the fall, too, because I think you kind of felt like this is where it was coming, but you know, or this is where it was going. But now to get that official word, to open it up and, and know that we can have a full stadium in the fall, man, that's exciting. And like you said, even for this weekend, um, you know, if those games get in, uh, I think it'll be great just to not have the restrictions that we've had and, and open it up and, hey, let's sell some tickets. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I think we all kind of saw this coming here, um, but it, very excited that, it, that the news actually came out and, and now we can fill up all the uh, outdoor venues at least and kind of see where it is in the fall and see if we can't go back to 100% capacity at the indoor venues as well. Jerry, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. In the spring, April, yeah. May, at that ballpark, in that yeah. setting, there's not a better place in America. 
to watch a college baseball game. There may be some better facilities now because Baylor right. Ballpark has a little has a little gray to it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah. from just when it's <laughs> April or May and it's nice weather and the berm and it, there's not a better place in America to watch a college baseball game. And I know I've been to most yeah. of them. <laughs> well, and and you and I obviously enjoy baseball and just you know just the sport itself. You're right, Tom. I mean, you know, right there on the Brazos River, just, you know, the venue, the stadium, everything. I mean, it is a great place to watch a college baseball game. And, and college baseball is one of the best anyway. And so, yeah, I think uh, unbelievable. And, and like I said, I um, obviously some tickets open up now, and, and hopefully you get some more people in there and uh, see where this takes us. I, you know, you know, back to your deal about, you know, where I feel Baylor baseball is. I, I like their chances, and I like kind of – you know, even though they lost two of three, I really like where they are, Tom, because, um, yeah, you're a game below 500. But like I said, you won four consecutive Big 12 series, um, you know, including two on the road. So, again, I think they're in good position. They can certainly still help themselves, you know, with a series win here or even a sweep over Oklahoma. And then you go up to Oklahoma City and make some noise up there. So, you know, they still they could still kind of continue to move up the ladder. I mean, Steve Rodriguez was very – not adamant, but he, he felt like they didn't have a chance certainly to host, but, uh, you know, would like to at least be in the discussion if they, you know, can really finish out strong. But, I, you know, they're not going to host, but I, I think they've got a good chance to be maybe a high number two seed where you're not maybe playing at a top eight team. Maybe you're playing in that, you know, uh, nine through 16 range and, and where you got a chance to win a regional and get to a super regional and see what you can do. And you never know. You get to a super regional. Uh, it depends on who's coming out of the other side. You may be right back at home. I mean, so you just never know uh, in this game. So we'll see how it all plays out. Jerry, we want to get you to talk about tennis. Men's tennis gets yes, the sir. win over over Ole Miss. And next up is uh, is a rematch with, with a very uh, familiar foe in TCU. To say the least. Um, yeah, this will be the fourth time that these two teams have played. Um, just the way that COVID was and some of the some of the teams being limited and stuff, Baylor actually played two non-conference uh, matches early in the season against back-to-back against Texas and uh, TCU and actually played OU in a non-conference match as well. So this is actually the fourth time that they've seen TCU because they played them in that match and then they obviously played them in the regular season up in Fort Worth and, and then played in the conference tournament. So they're 2-1 and one against them and, and – uh, you know, uh, all of them have been really close. You know, the the one here in the Big 12 tournament was actually 4-3, came down to the last match on court six where Spencer Furman, a, a grad transfer from Duke, won that one. And that's kind of, Tom, where they win. They win at the bottom of their lineup because they're really deep. Um, you know, they've got like 12 players that they've used this year. But, um, you know, their core six, those four, five, and six guys, that's where they win, four, five, and six in the doubles, and then if you can pull one off at one, two, and three, because they're going to be playing against really good players against TCU there. But if they can, you know, it's almost kind of a bonus if you can win one of those top three spots. But if they can win those four, five, and six spots and take doubles like they have most of the year, I think they're in good shape. And and this is a team that, you know, legitimately could win a national championship um, because they're that good. You know, they're number one ranked. They're number two seeded in the tournament gives them a little chip on their shoulders still. I mean, you're number one ranked in the nation, and, and you've got a chip on your shoulder. So that's that's kind of a unique position to be in. But, uh, yeah, it'll be a great match uh, uh, Thursday at 1 o'clock there in Orlando and, and got a chance to uh, 
get to a Final Four in men's tennis and just kind of keep this train running. Jerry Hill, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University. Hey, thanks for the time today, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. That's Jerry Hill.